Want more Hamish in Paris? Download the Hit app. This is the show. Want more access to exclusive prizes? Become a VIP at hit.com.au. So glad that I don't have children at this point in my life, and there's a lot of reasons for that. Yeah. But the main one being is that they're rat bags, mm. and I can't be a responsible adult right now. No, I just want to be a rat bag. Yeah. I want to do what I want when I want. I want to spend my money on things I don't need. I get that. Sleep in on a Sunday and right. enjoy my okay. personal time. All right, now and you're just bragging. you know have my life to me. Mm. You no, know, I can just indulge in the finer things. I can go on holidays without kids. Uh-huh. I can get full. Nights of sleep, they don't come oh, down and wake uh, me up. Don't have to clean the bathrooms up oh, after them. Yep, Shall yep. I keep going? No, could you not? Just uh, move on. What you, are you talking you look about a bit other than upset that? Over yeah, there. I'm going to storm out. This is ridiculous. Well, what I'm talking about <laughs> is the fact that kids go to school eventually, and a big yes. part of school is show and tell. Now, when I was in school, show and tell, you know, yeah. I would take a new toy I got yeah. sometimes, yep. maybe some cupcakes I made at home, share them with the class, that sort yeah, of thing. Okay, that's lovely. Well, I came across a story this morning where a child has outed his mother's sneaky drug habit at a school show and tell. Now, Mm. it wasn't any hard drugs or anything like that. He's found a gram of wheat. In, oh, wow. in their house. Okay, yeah, sure. In a container. Yes. Now, this is obviously legal in some parts of Australia yeah. now, whatever, whatever, but illegal where she was. Mm. It happened in Maroochydore, actually. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> uh. Kids found the weed, yep. taking it into school for show and tell. Mum mm. has now gone to court and she's on parole for five oh, months wow. and she has to do oh, a wow. anti-drug class. She's mm. obviously got no formal time, which no. is... Good for her. Yeah. But she wouldn't have gotten caught if it wasn't for Those her pesky son. Kids. Yeah. Those pesky children. Mm. Have your kids ever done anything like that? Uh, what, uh, taking stuff, uh, well, I, I, no, to show and tell that got me into trouble? Nothing. Well, get Nothing. this. Yes. When I was in reception, my mm. next door neighbour, Tom Buckley, yeah. he's not listening, so yeah. it doesn't matter if I give his full name, yep. was in the sand pit, mm. found a red belly black snake, mm-hmm. him and his brother smacked it on the head with a shovel and put it in a lunchbox, and he brought it in for show and tell, and he had a pair of kitchen tongs and tonged it up. No and way. my teacher was like, oh, Tom, where did you get that? And he goes, me and my brother hit it on the head with a shovel. And I remember sitting in the class, it's one of my most vivid reception Mm -hmm. memories, and just being like, this isn't right. Something here is a little off. You know when you're a kid and you're just a little like, something's a little strange. Personally, I didn't take anything crazy in for show and tell, but let's just say it's more common than we think. Mm -hmm. 13, 12, 16, what has your child taken in for show and tell? It can be absolutely anything. It could be a snake. It could be some of your illegal stash. Let's okay. hope not. <laughs> Anything. Amy's on the line. So what happened to you or with you? So my son, when he was five, took an adult DVD into school. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Whose was the DVD? Was it yours or someone else's um, in the house? So we we had brought it over with us when we moved over from New Zealand and it was something we hired from the video store and never took back. <laughs> and, yeah, we had... It had been up in the top of the wardrobe and my husband had had the CD replaced in his laptop and so he just put it in there to see if it was working and sure. my son picked up the case and took it off to school and then I got a phone call from the school saying, oh, Alexis has brought an adult DVD <laughs> into school and he was showing all his friends and they wouldn't even like just give it back to him to bring back home I had to go into the office and pick it up and um, 
and yeah, they had it in a big white envelope so you yeah. couldn't see and I thought it was quite hilarious to be honest but he had no idea, our son had no idea what it was, he just thought it was kind of interesting and you, you know what you, you don't want that to ever happen again so as a service I'll take that DVD off you so it never ever happens again so you just pop it into the radio station that'll be great thank you no, no need for a white envelope no. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much for the call uh, we'll move across to Kathy now on 131216 uh, Kathy we're talking show and tell what did your child take well he didn't actually take anything but he certainly changed the teacher's perception of me for a day. Oh, okay, go on. <laughs> well, it was, what does your parent do for work day? Mm -hmm. And he was in grade one, and I had been a piano teacher, and at some stage he had heard about a concert pianist. <laughs> but he told my his teacher that his mum did for work was a constant penis. Oh, Constant penis. Well, a lot of appointments yeah. at the house, it all lines up. Yeah. So, so um, the teacher was really busting for me to go and pick him up at the end of the day to find out what I actually did for work. <laughs> well, what if you just responded, yep, constant penis, yeah, that's, that's me. <laughs> These days I probably would have been accepted. Yeah. Then it was a little bit embarrassing. Okay, class, that's the end of another week. Any questions? Come on, of course I have questions. Oh, when don't you have questions? Mm. You've got questions coming out of your ears. Oh, so many questions. Out of your mouth, incidentally. Yes. I so have that, a feeling. That's handy, as it turns <laughs> out. Uh, yes, I do have some questions. Are you ready to answer a few for us, Paris? I was born ready. Okay, let's uh, see how you go with these. Okay. At what point do steps become stairs? I don't think... Is there it, a magic number? I think that's just a matter of vocab. Right. So stairs can be steps? Yeah. Steps can be stairs? Yeah, I think it's just how you chat. Really? Yeah, I would say so. Because I was going to go with three. Oh, I think... Three that, steps. Any more than that, you're going upstairs or downstairs. I think the real question you should be asking is when do stairs and steps become a staircase? Well, I think that, that's probably the question. Mm, I would say... Do you think... Four. Really? Mm -hmm. The four? Have you just gone one up on the my three? Is that what you're going with? No, because I'm thinking five <laughs> looks a bit staircasey. Yeah, right. Mm. Okay. It's nothing personal to you. No, that's all right. That's okay. I'm all right with that. Okay, good. Uh, you did answer a question with another question, which is no, in just, some circles rude. I but just that's said okay. maybe there's room for further thought here. <laughs> it's called critical thinking. Okay. Let's move on, shall we? Otherwise, we'll get stuck on that one for the whole thing. <laughs> Feels like we already have a bit. <laughs> I, I know. Feel free to wrap it up. Okay, <laughs> I shall. Hey, in the Peppa Pig universe, mm -hmm. where all animals talk, have jobs, and live human-like lives, yeah. what's in the zoos? Animals. But I meant people. <laughs> I did mean people. Yeah. People, you think people? Maybe do they, they don't have zoos. Maybe they don't have zoos, they... Or, or are there zoos like jails? Well, because they're in an animal universe... Mm. The animals aren't getting hunted. They're not going extinct. No. Don't need conservation in no. Peppa Pig land. Well, no need for the zoo. So you can just walk down the road and see all of the things that Mother Nature has to offer. So we will never see Peppa Pig and the family at a zoo? No, but I have noticed the Peppa Pig animals, for the most part, are farm animals, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It was a long time. If since they're farm I'm... animals, they're all like piggies and whatnot. Yeah, right. Maybe there's still some exotic animals in yeah, the zoo maybe. or something like that. But seems unfair. I'm thinking for the most part, if mm. there's no, if there's no need to conserve 
animals. Yep. I mean, again, we're getting too into it. Okay, one Next last one. one. One last one. Uh, this weekend, I'll be awake for at least 30 hours doing this world record uh, spin cycle thing. Sounds like me over the weekend, 30, spinning yeah. for 30 hours. 30 hours straight. <laughs> at what point do you think I'll start hallucinating? Oh, for you? Yeah. Maybe 10 minutes in. <laughs> 10 minutes in? Well, it's not your usual routine. No, it's not. It's not. All right, so you're calling it at 10 minutes? 10 minutes, and if not 10 minutes, nine hours. Nine hours. Only nine hours being awake, I'm going to start hallucinating. All right, well, we'll see how it goes this weekend. I had a super busy day yesterday. I was like jam-packed with stuff to do because I'm away this weekend. So I had thing after thing after thing basically until I went to sleep. Yeah. Or so I thought because although it was meticulously planned, Mm. some things came up. Yeah, right. One thing came up Mm. in particular. Let me take you on a journey. I had to drive (laughs) a little while to get my hair done yesterday. I I get my hair done about like 40 minutes away from my house, right? right? The place I was, uh, it, it was great. My, my hair got done. And as I was leaving, mm. started storming yesterday. Yeah, a lot did. of us experienced a storm yesterday. Yep. Such strong winds mm. and thunder and lightning. It was freaking me out. I haven't driven in winds like that before. My car was like pulling Swaying, away. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was freaking me out. Mm. Terrible weather. And it was then I got in back into where I was heading, into Toowoomba is where I happened to be going yesterday to do some shopping. And the traffic was moving at like probably 80 kilometres an hour where I was, tipping with rain. I'm in a rush because I need to get my outfit for yep. the weekend yep. altered yep. and I'm on a schedule. Yeah, right. I've told this woman I'm going to be at her house at 3 o'clock. Yep. It's now 3 o'clock Uh-oh. on the dot and I'm around yep. the corner from her house sort of yep. like 10 minutes away. Yep. On this road, tipping with rain, mm. really aggressive winds. Yeah. And what do I see from about 500 metres away? I have no idea. What could you possibly see? A really weird-looking koala. I'm like, wow, that koala looks weird. Mm. It is going very slowly across the road. It's causing a bit of trouble. Yeah. It's tipping with rain. Yeah. And it's light-coloured. Yeah. And I get closer and I'm like, that's not a koala. That's a chihuahua. (laughs) On the road, a fat chihuahua in the middle of the road. Car zooming past, zooming pelting down with rain. I mean, bucketing with rain, right? Mm. No one's stopping, but then it sort of gets to a part in the road where it gives you the option to turn around. Mm. What do I do? I'm guessing. Stop my car in this turning around lane. Just leave it running. Like Mm. anyone could have carjacked me if they wanted to. I hop out and bit of context. I grew up scared of dogs. And I like start chasing after this dog yeah. in the rain. And I'm wearing wow. what I'm wearing right now, jumpsuit yeah. in the pouring rain. I've just gotten my hair done and the hairdresser said, don't get your hair wet. Yeah. Pouring rain, mm. chasing after this dog. And I look at this dog and I'm like, all right, I don't want to pick you up right now. I'm yeah. scared that if I pick you up, <laughs> you're going to bite off yeah. three of my fingers. I yeah. don't want to pick you up, yeah. but I'm going to do it. Yeah. And it like looked up at me. It was like the oldest trial you've ever seen. Yeah. And I was like, maybe I won't. And then it jumped right into the road and I was like, okay, I'm picking you, you up. Got to, yeah. Dove into the road, yeah. snatched this chihuahua, yeah. picked it up and drove it to the vet. Yes. Now, the reason I've brought it up is yes. not because I am a lifesaver, good Samaritan, <laughs> you know, many. Lover of chihuahuas. You could call me many things. A yeah. lover of chihuahuas would be a great thing to call mm. me. The reason I bring it up is because it's actually at the vet. No one's picked it up yet. So it's at Garden City Vet Toowoomba. If you've lost a chihuahua called Sebastian, I know that that's his name because we had a psychic connection. Not because we had a psychic connection, because someone on Facebook told me that dog's called Sebastian. I know whose it is. Well, somebody called, whoever that is, should just tell them. They don't know them personally. Oh, okay. They don't know them personally. So 
Chihuahua, Sebastian, yep. Garden City Vets. Okay. If you're hearing me this morning, that's where your dog is. But I do have someone making a call this morning to the vets to say right. we know the address at least. Excellent. All right. Yep. Good news story. I like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, if, good news story. Well done. It's Hamish in Paris. How's their hair? Oh, well, you can see it. Yeah, it's not good. Probably oh. need to go back. Part of growing up, Paris, I would assume, because it's been a long time since I was a youngster, is experimenting with things. You try things, and if they work for you, that's great. If they don't work for you, well, you're a youngster, you might try it about uh, you know another three times before you work yeah. out. Let's move on to something else. Well, you're just finding yourself. You're trying yeah. to work out what you're into, what yeah. you're not into. Are you an emo? Are you not an emo? That exactly. was a back and forth for me a few times was throughout that? high school. Yes. Yeah, now I've sort of just settled on a happy medium. So one of my sons, Adam, who's the six-year-old, is going through what we're calling a phase at Mm -hmm. the moment. It's a bit of uh, experimentation, if you will, uh, with what works for him when he gets angry. Now, do you remember when you were a youngster getting angry at anything and and doing something, whether it was, uh, you know, lying down on the ground and Mm -hmm. just punching your fists on the ground or something like that and... And screaming and yelling. I actually remember going through a bit of an experimental phase with my anger slash sadness. Yes. Sadness was I was just trying to help because I saw that on a lot of movies. I thought it would work well for me. The door slam worked out very quickly that I wasn't going to settle with mum and dad. So instead, I just did the silent look of disapproval. Is that right? Oh, really? You're doing this now? Okay. That's cute, but I'm not interested. Right. Oh, well, well, all of those things are good ideas, but you've obviously (laughs) worked through that, except for that silent one at the end. I think you're do that one. Uh, like now, for instance. But my son, Adam, he has decided that throwing stuff on the roof when he is angry is the thing that he wants to do at the moment. That's so weird. <laughs> Isn't Why? it? So when What's he, he gets, throwing up there? He, he throws his toys on the roof. He will, go, he will grab something. When he's angry, he'll go to his bedroom. He will grab something, walk outside, and then throw it on the roof. That's so weird. But it's so funny you say that because I'm working out now that a lot of children's ways of showing their anger actually punishes them more. I used to aggressively kick the ground yep. until one time basically broke my toe doing it. Yep. He is throwing this stuff up on the roof but it's his toy. It's his stuff. He should be throwing your stuff on the uh, roof. That's exactly it. I've said to him, mate, you can throw your stuff on the roof as much as you like if you mm. think it's going to inconvenience me because I have to drag the ladder out and get it off the roof. Well, it's not going to happen because I, we have at the moment a roof that's covered in his toys. At this point, it's just Christmas decoration that you've put up for us. <laughs> I, I flat out refuse to go up there and get it all down. If he wants to hurt me, what he needs to do is throw something that I care about up there, like the TV remote. Or like your other son. <laughs> no, he could probably stay out there for a few days too, to be honest. When it comes to flying, I'm sure it's fair enough to say that all of us can only do it for a certain amount of time mm-hmm. before we start to go stir crazy. Now, I have been on many flights since moving out of home about two and a half years ago. I think yep. I've been on about 50. Mm-hmm. I am a frequent flyer, not literally, because I didn't sign up for the thing until ah, way later. No. I literally only did it two flights ago yeah. because I kept saying, no, I don't want to pay the extra $100. Anyway, yep. that's the whole thing about investing in the future now. You know, people, mm. millennials should be thinking about the future. Yep. I should have paid for my frequent flyers membership. Probably. Different topic, but sort of the same because we're talking about Qantas frequent flyers. Qantas mm. has now opened up this option, 20-hour journeys, from either London or New York to Sydney. It's a 20-hour flight. Yes, that's right. In fact, this weekend is a big weekend for them because they are testing their first flight. So 40 people are going to jump on an aeroplane in New York. 
There are going to be scientists on board as well, testing them and, and to see what a 19 or 20 hour flight does to a human being. Essentially, they're guinea pigs for the weekend. Yeah, it's called the ultra long haul flight. And many people would say, oh, surely that's not even that long. Mm. It's not that bad. And also when you connect flights, you end up flying for like 35 hours. So yep. what's worse, doing just the 19 or 20 hours straight or the 35 with connecting. Mm. But hey, yeah. you said there that the scientists are on board so yep. that they can check what happens to the human body mm. in that time yep. period. Yep. I can tell you that my human body yes. in a very short time period is yes. in like three hours, yeah. gets so swollen that I have to take all of my rings off and my watches and if I'm wearing tight pants yeah. and the buttons start cutting into my skin, yeah, really? I get so swollen up that I went to Fiji for a sports trip, right? Yeah. Flew over there, got off the plane, looked down at my legs and almost passed out because I thought that I couldn't see anymore oh, because wow. my legs were so big and so swollen yeah. that I was getting blurred vision, like looking wow. at my body like that was making me dissociate. Have you investigated what that is? Does that happen to Mm -mm. everyone or just to you? What is going on? I suffer from a serious case of softy syndrome. (laughs) If something can affect me, it will affect me. I go on a plane, I blow up to the size of a balloon, I cough near someone or someone coughs near me, sorry, and I get whooping cough. You know, I just get the most dramatic form of anything out there So what we're saying is the ultra long flight, you know, the 19 hour flight, if it was uh, an option available sometime in the near future, it's an option that you would not take. Or it's an option that I would take, mm. but I could be the only person on the plane because I just swell up to the size yeah. of it and well, it would be right. like flying me in a capsule to New You'll York. You'll have to buy a whole row mm. in order to, to get through. I was more worried about the fact that for 19 or 20 hours, you are flying and it, in basically a can of farts oh. because it's just that, re- you know, that circulated air yeah. for 19 hours. And that cannot be good for you. No, it can't be. But Haim, you've met me, right? Yeah. And uh, I sleep about 19 hours a day on average anyway. You do. So actually the flight would make no difference. I'd just go for my daily nap and wake up and I'm in New York. Yeah, that's true. Want more Hamish in Paris? Download the Hit app. This is the show. Want more access to exclusive prizes? Become a VIP at hit.com.au.